Hey, you guys. Hi. Uh, welcome to Two Filthy Nerds. We're nerds and we're filthy. And there are two of us. So pretty easy math. Pretty, pretty basic stuff. Um, welcome to old listeners. Welcome to new listeners. If you haven't hit that subscribe button or left a review wherever you listen to us, please do it. We appreciate it. And oh, um, will someone leave a comment that uh, when are we going to get back to just talking about life and ourselves? Where they leave that comment? I think somebody tweeted it to me. That's where I saw it. Somebody was like, when are you guys going to talk about you again? Well, maybe we'll do one episode where we give you an update on ourselves once Jessica Michelle moves in. Because right now we started out as bonus Patreon content. So yeah. we'll start doing a monthly regular episode on the Patreon. So if you want to hear that shit, you want to hear us talk about our assholes more, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. There's also really cool shit. And also, I love how you're like, we'll talk about our assholes as if we don't at some point. I mean, yeah, but in every episode, talk about it. <laughs> somebody's asshole it's like i want to know what specifically this person is missing about us talking about our lives yeah that i mean now that we're in quarantine there's just so it's so life on repeat like we can do it one day and then you can just play that every week every day be like oh my god i can't believe this happened again that's crazy um but i yeah i would be interested in doing more episodes like that um at some point and i think maybe that's the move is that five bucks a month, you're going to get the bonus content, which also speaking of bonus content, this will be released uh, tonight, Friday, this episode, but tomorrow, Saturday, 4 p.m. Pacific time for our patrons, we are doing our second high tea. Yes. So yeah, we will be having tea and talking all things Harry Potter with our hilarious friend. I don't actually know. Alan Starzynski. Nicole is and he is so he's so excited. I talked to him last night. I told him he has to tread lightly because I can't have spoilers. Spoilers. And yeah. I figured maybe there will be a point where I'll mute you guys if you want to discuss stuff, and then I just can't ever listen to it. That's not how mute works. You mean but take out your headphones? Be, like if you guys say, yeah, I'll take my headphones out. Okay? <laughs> I was like Nicole. Mute does the opposite, where we yeah, can't no, hear like, you. I'll hit mute on my thing. computer. <laughs> well, I can't oh. hear you guys. Um, yeah, that could work if we start treading into that territory, but I don't think we necessarily have to. I mean, it's a half-hour tea session, you guys. We're just going to talk about his love of Harry, but I guess maybe if we want to get into... He is so obsessed with it, it's wild. His favorite books, his favorite characters, there might be people He that said do. that if he could wave a magic wand and undo having read any book in the world, it would be all of Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. I would love to be discovering this for the first time. It's so cool that you're getting to. Like, it's, there's just nothing like that magic of everything unfolding before your eyes yeah. as you read it. This, this, uh, this next, this first chapter and the next chunk that we're doing. Um, we're on chapter seven of Chamber of Secrets. Mud, Bloods, and Murmurs. Um, this chapter, when I was like, ooh, you know, before we, Jessica Michelle and I were talking before we read this, I was like, I, you know, you, I feel like you can kind of tell by the title of the next chapter what's going to happen, or you, like, get a clue. And I was like, mudbloods and murmurs. And she, I'm like, what? Um, and she's like, I mean, you might as well call it cunts and chit-chat. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
This is the N word for wizards. Yeah, it's a it's the N word for wizards. It really I'm not is. saying it's the same thing. I'm saying it's that level of offensive. Yeah, is how they paint it. Yeah. Um. Oh my God. If some imagine if someone tried to cancel me for being like, and she's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. But like that I is the gravity. Like, this the is way a they slur. were describing it, the level of offense, the level of shock that everyone experienced when Malfoy dropped the M word. The M word. Yeah. It's like it's like crazy. I mean, people that's I mean, people go really fucking nuts over it. I mean, let's just I guess just get into it. He's so we left off with fucking god-awful Gilderoy Lockhart, annoying as fuck. He's such a fucking... I wish I could come up with a good word for him. He's Grease just a bag? I don't bitch. know. He's, he a is a bitch. bitch. He's just a fucking bitch. He's such like a, a bitch. whiny, snivelly, like, completely unaware bitch. So self-absorbed. Ugh, he, I just, he just feels gross. Um, I love that the Colin Creevy is just, like, his full fucking fanboy. Oh, he's so obsessed. It's kind of crazy. It's like, what is the deal with this Colin Creevy character? Like, I get it. He's excited. He's a fanboy. What's crazy to me is that, like, Colin you know, said in an earlier chapter, he came from a non-wizarding family. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you so geeked out about Harry Potter having just learned all of this? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this, this world point. didn't really exist to you until you got into Hogwarts. Yeah. Why, of all people, is he so obsessed with Harry Potter? Yeah. I want to know. Colin's a first year, right? Yes. He's a, he's a first year? He's a first year Gryffindor. Okay, so here's here's... I'm I'm calling something now. I'm call I'm making a prediction. Colin is ultimately going to be an enemy of Harry Potter's. An enemy of Harry Potter's. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. He's be an enemy of Harry Potter because I feel like at some point Harry Potter's going to get fed up with his fanboy shit and like snap on him and just like, yeah. accidentally and then that'll just you know, Harry will, like, yell at him and be like, you ruined this, or, like, you did something, or, like, you're so annoying, go away. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Colin becomes, like, his arch nemesis. Oh. Put a a pin in that. That's my predict. Arch nemesis. Everyone remember that. Harry Potter's arch nemesis is going to become Colin Creevy. You heard it here first. That is her prediction. I like that prediction. Yeah, and it's like... I was getting, like, hints of it when, like, Harry was like, oh, I'm going out to the Quidditch field. And he's like, oh, I'll come. He's like, uh, it's going to be really boring. He's like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. And then, like, he's, like, taking pictures the whole time. Like, so fatal attraction. So weird. Yeah, and it's just, like, so annoying. Like, what are you... Let people live. Also, the lack... uh, It's like, how can you do magic, but you can't pick up on a simple social cue? Yeah, I, I feel like magicians, a lot of these magicians sound very spectrumy. Are you calling the wizards magicians? Is that, or are you talking about magicians like in real life? Oh, I mean, sorry, wizards. Wow. Because I feel like I agree with you on My like real life magicians. Collapsed. Like in the real world, I yeah. do feel like that makes sense for magicians. Yeah, so I feel like wizards, because they're so smart, 
I feel like they're probably, well, some of them are so smart. That's the thing, is that it's like, no, they're just magical and they can be real dumb. Yeah, but the ones that are, like, super smart, I feel like they're probably a little spectrum-y and can't pick up on social cues, and maybe that's why Colin's so dumb. I mean, that's dumb, but he's just, like, he's so clueless. Yeah, but then I guess it's also, on the other hand, he's a Gryffindor, and so it's, like, where most people would be, like, oh, I want to ask that person for a picture, but that'd be embarrassing, and maybe that's where the bravery comes out, that he's, like, well, I'm gonna ask, because I want one. What would Godric Gryffindor do? But the whole taking pictures of him early, first of all, he's up in the morning. He hears, Yeah, and then he, he heard him? Would, yeah. So it's like, he, it just, it feels fatal attraction. It feels creepy. And then who was he flying around in the air with? Um, um, I'm assuming it's the Weasleys, right? Yeah, it was George Weasley. Or maybe it was Wood. They like hear the snapping below and he's like, what is that? Oh yeah, and then... Harry just pretends he doesn't know who it is. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is. I don't know that guy, kind of thing. And that to me was like, this is this isn't going to end well. Yeah, well, because it's just like, but I think part of it is he already had that experience with Colin and Lockhart that was awkward, where mm-hmm. someone's like, oh, oh, you're asking for autograph pictures, and now he's like, great, and now it looks like I've hired a photographer to follow me around yeah. like a fucking or like that's what it could look like to Gilderoy Lockhart that it's like oh now you're making this photographer it's just the whole thing is just creepy I'm saying it I said it it's gonna go bad it's officially gonna go bad interesting um, yeah also the theory that like he could be taking pictures to give to Slytherin and then it's like well he doesn't need to do that they're right there yeah and they're right there and then the fact that Malfoy bought his way onto the team. Oh my God, how pissed. Oh, this is like, you know, if this were modern day, he, like, Felicity, this is Felicity Hoffman, like, fucking Lori, whatever her name is. Oh, was. buying their kids into fucking college. Buying their kids. This is some, like, you took, you, you paid someone to take their fucking SATs to say that they did, they were like a college level athlete so they could get a fucking scholarship, wah, wah, wah. Come on. Well, and it's also, like, so apparent that it's, like, yeah, have some fucking shame about it. Because Malfoy's like, my dad bought them for the team. And it's, like... Oh, that part to me is, like... It's, like, do you not know that now everyone knows that you paid to be on this team? Yeah. You're supposed to keep that on the deal. And I... It infuriates me. That was another moment where I was dying for Harry to just drop a dick and be, like, guys, I got the fucking... uh, uh, change to fucking uh, get us all these brooms. I mean, Harry could buy all of them those brooms. I had that thought too, but maybe it's like he realizes that's an irresponsible move. He's never, also, we don't know how much a Nimbus 2000 costs. He didn't buy his. So even though he has a lot they of money. Nimbus 2001. They oh, of course. Fucking newest model. But it's like Harry didn't buy his broom. So yeah. for all we know, brooms are in the thousands of galleons, you know what I mean? And Malfoy's just, like, dirty, filthy rich. Now, this, that really just fucking pissed me off. Well, yeah, and that whole time you're sitting there, like, I mean, somebody's gonna say something, right? Okay, I'm making, I'm making a prediction. Another prediction. Another prediction, I'm calling it. I think Malfoy is going to be out in this episode. I mean, in this uh, book. You think this is the end of Malfoy? 
I think this book is the end of Malfoy. Draco, okay, that's an interesting prediction. I just also, for anyone, probably very few people watching on YouTube, I'm sorry that I didn't have a side-by-side. -side. Um, so I don't know whose face you'll be seeing the most, but I it's switched okay. It's okay, it's fine. Um, okay, so your predictions are Colin Creevy is going to become fatal attraction level enemy. Mm-hmm. Fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. And I, don't know, I don't know if it's necessarily in this book or in the future. And but this I'm, is the last we'll see of... You I think, think that, Malfoy is going to be out after this book. You think this is the end of their yeah, issue or the end, end of Malfoy, Malfoy altogether? This book. I don't know. It's just like... I feel like it would be too obvious for the new professor to, like, the, the dark arts professor again. Yeah, although they do say, what chapter is it? That that's a cursed position. Was that one of the chapters we yeah, read recently? Yeah, it's a cursed position. But it's just like, so they're getting a new professor every year. And also, weren't they saying in one of the chapters that nobody wanted the position? Yeah, well, what's weird is like this conflict of this ongoing story that Snape has always wanted the position. Exactly. And then they go, nobody wants the position. Which leads me to believe that for some reason, it's a situation where Dumbledore is like, would anyone like this position? Like how Snape treated Hermione in that first class okay, yeah, in book like, one. And he just he's like, anyone else? And for whatever reason, and maybe there's more to it that, like why does he not trust Snape to be in that position? Is it like Snape already has these kind of dark vibes? So he's like, I don't want to, you know, lead him into temptation of some sort. Yeah. Or, oh, but like, why is it that that position is the one always being tampered with too. Yeah. I guess my, the only logic would be that if someone is trying to infiltrate Hogwarts, which is the safest place anyone could be, according to everyone, Hagrid, etc., breaking down the person who teaches you how to defend against the worst thing, in theory, yeah. prevents... True. You know, the school, you know, the, maybe the students from getting the education they need to defend themselves, etc. So maybe, maybe but, it's Malfoy and uh, uh, Lockhart working together. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just being, I, you know, conspiracy theorist. Um, I don't. Well, I yeah. Don't, well, it's also like maybe they don't want the position to stay filled. Maybe. Yeah. He but also, maybe there's something to, I mean, to come back into, like, the real world or, you know, metaphysical, there's a lot to be said about constantly being around, as a, just a regular non-wizard, as a muggle out in regular society, around people with bad energy uh -huh. and how that wears on you. So maybe it's a, it's a position that, Maybe every professor hasn't had something chaotic happen. They haven't been bad, but it's like, yeah, we rotate that position because constantly working with the dark arts can really wear on you. Or maybe they're afraid of somebody getting too much exposure to the dark arts. And deciding that they are like... Officially the dark arts person. Or just like having... The more you're learning, the more you're practicing defense against it. I yeah. assume you're, you know whether intentionally or not subconsciously <laughs> learning how to be better at dark arts. Yeah. Buddy the dog, he doesn't like dark arts. 
No, he really doesn't like dark arts. He's actually looking to fill the position next book. <laughs> he could fucking teach it. Harry uh, Potter and the dog that barks at the sky. I mean, I don't even know what, there's like something going on upstairs. I have no idea. And he's, but he's on high alert right now. Um, I can't express enough how goddamn annoyed I am that Ron hasn't got his, his fucking wand fixed. Does it like a Fix teacher or something? Wand, Ron? It's also just like, doesn't anyone see this kid with a broken wand? Like, where is the free lunch program version of helping poor wizards? Honestly, give this kid an EDD card. Something. We need socialized wizardry. An underprivileged wizard. It's insane. I can't. He's setting shit on fucking fire accidentally. Like, and is this? Like, I'm just gonna keep using this broken piece of shit. Do you? I mean, is, is it? There's something to be said, maybe, about how. The, you know, I'm sure every, uh, for every highlighted skill of any house, there's a, um, sorry, I'm getting text messages. Um, there's a, you know, downside, whereas like, I guess with bravery probably comes pride, you know? So he's like too prideful to ask. It's the sort of thing where it's like, okay. Do the professors just not give a fuck? Like, the professors are seeing him in class using a broken wand. Is this a moral lesson of, like, well, maybe you either shouldn't have fucked around and broken your wand, or you need to learn to ask for help, and maybe this is, like, a tough love oh. situation? Or... But to me, it's just, like, would you... If you were a teacher and you saw a student come to class and not have a fucking notebook to write notes in, you'd be like, oh, hey, kid. That's kind of important for class. You gotta take notes. There's no teacher just going out. Like, where's the higher learning teacher? The, like the professor that's like, I don't know if it, higher learning is the reference for that. What? what are, I don't know, but it's like, if you don't bring your notebook to class, do you? Where's the Michelle Pfeiffer? I can't remember what movie that was. Me neither, but I'm assuming it has something to do with an urban classroom. Mm -hmm. Urban classroom. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, oh, this white woman comes to save the day. Thank God. Yeah. Um, like, where is the Karen of the teachers? Well, I mean, it's, there's a difference between like, oh, the kid who can't afford a notebook isn't bringing a notebook and someone realizing that versus this shithead just refuses to bring his notebook. And they don't exactly have a great reputation for not being fuck-ups at this point because of their mischievousness. And it's a lot of wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. But at this point, when he accidentally cast a worm vomiting, what was slug, that? Slug. Slug eating. Slug eating. Like, he's just barfing up slugs. Like, at this point, if he doesn't get the fucking message that he needs a new wand, I don't feel bad for him if anything else malfunctions. Yeah, it's like, you're, like, I don't want to victim blame, but at this point, you're asking for it. Yeah, you're asking for it. You are absolutely, you are a slutty outfit, you walked in an alley close to Stanford <laughs> University, and you got butt-fucked by a fucking dumpster, okay? <laughs> I will say, though. With a fraternity boy, that's your fault, okay? Even though it backfired, I will say, what a great friend. Great friend. Because this well, happened because Hermione, mm -hmm. Hermione's the one who spoke up about Malfoy. That it's like, yeah. oh, it took, and maybe she just, because she's 
hands down the smartest. So maybe she just arrived at the conclusion faster, but she was the one to go, well, at least nobody on the Gryffindor had to buy their way on. Oh, when she dropped that, I was like, all right, Hermione, you little type A bitch. Yeah, part of me was like, fuck yeah. And then the other part of me knowing the title of the chapter was like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't know it was going to come at that point because I didn't officially know like, what it was. You had you'd been like, it's a, it's a slur. Um, at that point, I was like, when is it going to come? I couldn't even figure out when it could come. And then it happened. And I was like, ooh, bully. Yeah. And like, by the way, without even batting an eye. And it's like, I want to know, I want to know because... She didn't really paint a picture either way, which kind of bums me out. Of I'm interested to see in the movie, how do the other Slytherins react? Yeah. Because it didn't oh, say that they that. were cool with it, but it also didn't go like, oh, hey, dude, like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Slytherins reacted like that, then it really is the worst word there is. I mean, yeah. So I'm interested. I'm interested to see... And that doesn't even necessarily mean it's how she intended it, but how they play it in the movie. I think for the fact that when they told Hagrid that Malfoy called her that, and even Hagrid, because I feel like Hagrid's not an inflammatory person. Like, he's the kind of person who, like, wants to assume the best of everybody. Yeah. For the fact that Hagrid was just like, no way. Human. It's a bad word. Yeah. Oh, for sure. The fact that they said something about Hagrid's wand being in, is in his umbrella. Oh, yeah, uh, that, that's coming up in the next chapter, and I almost took a picture. and po- I did take a picture, and I haven't posted it on the Instagram, of, because I know that's your big theory, and then it re- we reveal that Harry has the same theory. Yeah. Which, who knows if that will ever be fully proven, but... Maybe I'm part Gryffindor. I'm just smart like Harry. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> um, the Ravenclaws are the smartest ones. In, you know, okay, so we're the Ravenclaws, but... Maybe my brave side. You know what? I also wait. We'll get we'll get into it in the next the next chapter. Um, wait. Let's talk for a second a little bit more about. Yeah, I mean, just about the fucking M word. I mean, I don't know what else to say, but it's just that like he says that hell fucking breaks loose. Yeah, but then it's like I'm curious to see. I mean, is there any repercussion? The That's team just what I don't like, understand. It just feels like I don't know. <sighs> well, now this becomes like a different version of the Harry, uh, not Harry, Harvey Weinstein stuff. In a way, where it's like, I mean, yeah, the new kid on our team just used the worst word you could possibly use, but like he's got all of our brooms. So like, what are we gonna like? Yeah, out um, him and then totally, have to legal it's our totally games. Totally a case of that. But what really fucking annoys me is that none of the of the other Gryffindors on the Quidditch team did anything about it, and they were all fucking standing right there. No, wait, they... There was an uproar. Yeah. I want to clear the fucking benches brawl, okay? No, want, but like, Flint, it says Flint, Flint had to dive in front of Malfoy to stop Fred and George jumping on him. Yeah. Alicia shrieked, how dare you, which... No, I wanted, I wanted fists flying. I wanted everybody to get detention. I think... That would have been the only fair way. I think, I think for that... As fucking Gryffindors are, not much bravery right there. I think that had Ron's wand not backfired and been like a whole... Like, I think that was the thing that saved them from a brawl. Because everyone's like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? 
which Ron and how hard they were laughing at Ron. Ugh. Uh, that pissed me off. It's like, uh, then I wish somebody else would have brutal. done something. It's like, why did George not fucking, you know, George or Fred Weasley fucking at least do something pranky too? Yeah. You know? Hopefully it's coming. Hopefully they retaliate. Uh, and then Colin, and then this is just annoying. It's like, okay, it's one thing to be a super fan and overstep your boundary. The fucking, him being like, can you hold Ron up so I can get a picture while Ron's vomiting slugs? It's like, I'm telling you. Colin ends up being a very big problem for Harry. Yeah, you think so? So Colin, interesting. And I know your tone is that I'm right. I've he heard seems, you take that tone before. I've heard you take that tone before, and that is the tone you take. He I'm seems right. like he's just too enthusiastic. But we'll see. Anyway. Oh, yeah, so Hagrid gets pissed. Ron's fucking vomiting these things, like, nonstop. And then um, they do their detention, don't they? Yeah, and then McGonagall sweeps it, and she's like, you have detention. Yeah, it's so a detention from polish. before. Ron has to go polish silver with Mr. Felch. And Harry, oh, this killed me. Here's how much I don't like Lockhart. I didn't even want to read this scene. That's how much I don't like Lockhart. It's cringeworthy. And it's like, I mean, maybe it just comes with being a wizard. Or did she confer with Dumbledore, who seems to have this deep intuition? But how did she know what would be the thing they both hated the most? You know? Like, the only thing that could have been worse for Ron is him having to, like, hand deliver spiders, as yeah. we find out. As very, we find out, yeah. yes. Ah, uh, him being with Lockhart doing fan mail, fan mail for hours for of all the things to fucking pick. Let me just go on record. First of all, I don't think I'll ever be any more successful than I am right now. I'm That's a that. boldface lie. Secondly, regardless of what level of success I achieve, that acquires a fandom i love i love every single person who supports my work supports this podcast supports what we do and i don't mean that financially i mean you know sharing it enjoying it never ever never will i be spending hours answering fan mail answering fan mail never i love you i would kill myself no not no chance like and no part of me thinks i would have the amount of fan mail that would acquire that but in some sort of, you know, freak, exciting thing that that were to happen, no. Sorry, Dude, I love you, and that's, you get that much, and that's what you get. Like, I hope that when I get to that point, and when you get to that point, that we can just hire an assistant to do it. To send you fake answers from yeah, us. Yeah, so if you guys ever get a response from fan mail that you send to us, it was our assistant. Yay. I'm my our publicist. My publicist, yes. Thank God. Uh, uh, okay, so when he's doing it, and then all of a sudden... It's getting crazy. That voice. The voice. That fucked me up. Yeah. This was the first I'm time he hears the voice, right? Let me rip you. Let me tear you. Let me kill you. I mean... And it's, this, it's a high, shrilly, is it high? I just made it high in my head. 
Uh, a voice to chill the bone marrow, a voice of breathtaking ice cold venom. I don't know why for me. I'm curious, what does that paint for you as a voice? Because mine is like um, a- Come to me, let me rip you, let me tear you, let me kill you. Yeah, so kind of like a witchy, a little bit more high pitched, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, cracking, okay. like, <laughs> yeah, but like without the, the laugh. Like, I don't, I, I don't feel like this witch is cackling. Yeah, whatever, whoever is, he or she is. She... Like, I don't think it's a low, I, don't, I think it's a falsetto. I don't know if that's right, but sounds, yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah, uh, we realized like Lockhart doesn't hear this at all. But then I, I thought, I thought maybe, oh, no, 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 Lockhart heard it. Lockhart definitely heard it and was pretending like he didn't. But then later on when he's with Ron and Hermione coming back from the dead party, by the way, it sounds like he went to a Grateful Dead show. Um, when he went to the dead party uh, and he hears it again, he's like, hey guys, did you hear that? And they're like, no. Hear what? Yeah, my thought was that Lockhart had the capacity to hear it, but didn't hear it over like just enjoying the sound of his own voice so much. Oh, good point. Like that he was just lost and he's like, "What did you?" Oh, well, the so that locked into what I was saying about myself. That was my thought. Was that he, like he is such a fucking narcissist? Jesus Christ! My you know God, who's play him in the movie. My mom. <laughs> Fuck, so that kind of wraps up the chapter. I mean, they go back. Yeah. I mean, Harry, you know, runs into Ron. He tell does he, yeah, he tells him about it. Yeah. And then, the, and Ron had the same thought as you. Like, do you think he was lying and he could hear it? Yeah. Which I think is the natural instinct. Yeah. After what happened last semester. Yeah, I think also to, I mean, I know they live in a world of magic, but like, so you heard a voice and no one else heard it. It was just you. Yeah, I love that Ron's like, even in the magic world, that's like. Yeah, hearing voices. Yeah, don't tell anyone. When he later on, he's like, yeah, don't say anything. It's people are going to think you're crazy. People are going to think you're crazy. But like, yeah, because we already know that Ron doesn't trust Lockhart. He's like, well, he said he did all that stuff. Yeah. And they obviously both have this relationship with uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers turning out to be the worst people ever. <clears throat> okay, this next chapter, the death day party. I gotta be honest, real fucking boring. Other than the fact that it helped you establish um, Harry's real age, which he is actually a 40-year-old man. Yeah, that's what, okay, so this whole time I've been thinking, because the book came out in 98, and in 98 I was 11. So I must have, like, it's so funny rereading and just discovering things that I didn't even notice. Yeah. because. I feel like me at that age would have been prompted to do the math, but I just didn't think anything of it. So 1492 is Sir Nicholas's death day. They're at his 500th death day party, which means Harry Potter's second year takes place in 1992, not 1999, as I had assumed, because I thought his first year was the she year it came out. way before. Yeah. And it's, so she, that's so interesting that, yeah, I guess she had written it, I'm curious when she had written the second book. Like, did she intend for it to be a few years prior or did it take her that long to get it published and she just was like- I think it took her that long to get it published. I think she wrote both, I think she probably wrote a few books 
right off the bat. Mm. That's so funny. I, 91, 92, I saw a quote, and this won't ruin anything, but now it makes more sense why it was being shared. Uh, and I couldn't, I just kind of gl- glanced over it, but there was a quote from J.K. Rowling about the book. Like if, some, if someone was like, if you were going to summarize the series in four words, I think is what it was. And I could be wrong, but the quote was, no, the four words thing is completely made up. It's something else. <laughs> She said, <laughs> this is a really fun journey. Thank you. She said it ends at the beginning. And the seventh year of Hogwarts would have been 1998. And that's really interesting to me. Right? Yeah. It ends at the beginning. Or the end of the second year anyways. Yeah. Or the seventh year, excuse me. The last year. I think, maybe I'm wrong. I think this whole like getting to know the dead was just a long way to get them to not be at the party. And I just, this whole exploration into the death day, into the dead world, I'm like, what's the point? It just, all of it felt so irrelevant to me. Yeah, did anything stick out to you as, cause now I'm thinking about it. It's like, was this just such a, like, it's a pretty, you know, normal sized chapter to just create a diversion. It makes me wonder, you saying that, is there something in here we don't realize is being set up? I don't know. Maybe I'm completely missing something, but I mean, the whole nearly headless Nick not being able to, to, um, join, a, was it a club? What do we want to call it? Yeah, it's like a club of headless huntsmen who like, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, it just seemed like, why are we going into this? So there was so nothing much. to you that stuck out as like, maybe, I'm trying to think if there's anything for me, but. Oh, wait, we, we, we skipped ahead because the party hasn't happened yet. So he gets the invite from. Nick. Nick. But then yeah. he has an encounter with Filch. Oh, that's why he gets the invite, isn't it? Yeah. That's a, what's funny to me is. Yeah. He gets caught by Filch. Just dirty in the hallway and Filch is in a bad mood. Yeah. And then he's pulled into Filch's office, probably about to get another detention. We're doing, it's just been, Filch is just obviously taking out his anger on Harry. I'm like, for mud? But yeah. he's like, you know, you're fucking up the castle. It's like a whole thing for me. Yeah. And then there's a huge crash, which turns out to be Peeves smashing stuff in the floor above Filch's office, but Filch runs out. Shit's crazy. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, then Harry... I thought this was interesting. The quick spell book. He finds a letter and that a squib. So that's it. The whole idea of a squib. So there's squibs and, mur- and mudbloods. Yeah. Squibs squibs, are, does squib come in in this chapter? Magicians, but you're not magical. They I don't. Mean, when you're born to wizards, when you're born into magic, but you don't have magic. Yeah. Which when he discovers the quick spell, he doesn't know about squibs. He just reads this thing about like beginner's guide to magic and like, what the fuck is this? Why is this on Filch's desk? Why is this sort of like, it seems like a pyramid scheme yeah. version of how to be it, a magician. It's I mean, for sure. Wait, wizard. what was that pill? What was that pyramid scheme pill back in the day? Oh, I don't know. That diet pill. Oh, the one that Anna Nicole died on? Oh, 
fuck, I can't remember. No. Fent- not fentanyl, but something like that. I don't know. I can't remember. Wait. Fenfen. Fenfen. Yeah. Fenfen a pyramid scheme thing? I mean, was it? You did lose weight. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then you died. And then, you know. Everyone will think you're dead because you're dead. Yeah. So he gets kind of weird because Harry, you know, being nosy, digs through this, shoves it back before Filch gets back in the office, but it's clearly out of place. So now Filch is kind of weird about like, did you read that? What's going on? So angry. And it's just like, just get out. Just go. So he gets off scot-free. And part of me is like, did Nearly Headless Nick, Nearly Headless Nick is the ghost of his house. So does he look out for the people in his house regardless? Or was he like, maybe if I do this huge favor for Harry, he'll come to my birthday. He'll come to my birthday and then I can have clout with the guy who might let me into the club. Yeah, he's like Harry, you know, if anyone can do it, it's got to be this wizard who's like, you know, famous. So is this just like the sea story of the book? Like, why are we following this fucking ghost? It makes no sense to me. Well, and then we meet some other ghosts, too. Let's see, Peeves is there. Um, What's the, the whiny girl, the girl who's Boating Myrtle. Um, uh, who else? And we meet um, the headless guy. The, you know. The, the, the main headless guy. That fucking, he seems pretty pompous. And it's like, how are you going to be headless and still have a huge head like i don't <laughs> so patrick but all of this sort of is just mostly a way for them to not be at at it halloween but it's like a long way to go for them to just not be at the party they could have been at the party and they decide to leave early because they want to go fucking explore or whatever yeah but that's but this is like makes it even more of like a weird alibi that they were never there that you guys didn't even come to get food that's weird. Yeah. And then them going, ah, oh, we're not hungry is like. I don't know why they didn't just say. Well, they said they were at the death day thing. I don't know what the deal was with. I don't know why. I, I know that ultimately Ron is like, yeah, yeah, don't tell them you heard voices. Yeah, but that Harry didn't just say, but I mean, maybe he's afraid of looking crazy. But also what happened last fucking year hello yeah you would think that you'd be like hey i know this is crazy but given the circumstances given how crazy the shit was last go ahead and tell you this so you have that information in case that means anything but also they're 12 yeah so like they just don't have the reasoning skills probably to always think of that yeah i mean I guess I was a very smart, manipulative kid because I would have thought of that. <laughs> That's so saying, funny. I definitely would have thought of that. I, every t- any chance I could get to have a little leg up, I would have taken it. <laughs> Terrifying. Um, so, well, so, okay, so they're coming back from the death day party. And on their way, by the way, to the, weren't they going to the Great Hall? They're like, oh, we can go grab the food. They're going to the Great Hall at this point. And then they hear, Harry hears it. Rip, tear, kill. So hungry for so long. Kill. Time to kill. And he just starts chasing this voice because he feels like it's rising up. Yeah. Like on another floor or in the wall or like what? It's, it's on the move. It's on the move. And Harry's like, gotta get it. Let me ask you this because you have a theory about everything. Mm-hmm. When you're reading the description of this voice, hearing like Harry react to it, what are your thoughts? What are you going, oh, th- maybe it's this, maybe it's that. 
I think it's one of those things. Of course, I think it's Voldemort in in some like weird, eerie ghost form. Um, I think after what happened in book one, okay, here's my theory. I think after what happened in book one, knowing that Voldemort was like back on the scene, I think Malfoy's dad, who's obviously got his hands in like the- Dirty shit, dark shit. Dirty, dark shit. I think he is, I think he's trying to connect. I don't know. You think there's like some, maybe there's some tie? Some tie. Actually, I don't think Malfoy's going to be out after this book, but he's going to be under great suspicion. Hmm. I can't figure it out. But I stand by Colin being the pain at some point. Hmm. Interesting. Now, you're going to have to walk me through this whole, the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. Okay, so they're chasing this voice through the wall or the air or whatever the fuck. Harry hears it. I was tired when I was reading this, so I'm like, what the fuck happened here? I mean, he's hearing, I smell blood, I smell blood. Ron and Hermione are just kind of following him. Like, we don't know what's going on, but our friend is obviously onto something, or maybe should be supervised, Um, because he's lost his goddamn mind. We should go with him. So, you know, friends stick together, whatever. He's running up these stairs, chasing this sound, trying to figure out where it's coming from, and that's when they come across boom writing on the wall in i think in blood right is it blood or did i just it looks like blood um i don't even know if it's blood did i just decide it was blood daubed dabbed daubed foot high words had been daubed on the wall between two windows well maybe i just decided it looked like it was blood um i'm gonna look up what daubed means the chamber of secrets has been opened enemies of the air beware and then, of course, they see something like, what is that hanging? They get closer. It's fucking Mrs. Norris. Just. Snared in a sticky. It could have been blood. It could have been blood. Yeah. What does daubed mean? Smeared in a sticky. Smeared, smeared with a sticky substance. Interesting. So it could be cum. Probably cum. Thick, sticky substance, carelessly. The Chamber uh, of Secrets been open. Smeared in a liberal way. Yeah. Just someone's asshole. So it's very red rum. Yeah. And then hanging from a torch by the tail, fucking Filch's cat. And then Ron's reaction is to like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Harry's like, we should try to do something. And Ron's like, no, we, this doesn't look good. And before they have time to react, what perfect timing. Everyone's getting let out of the great hall. Yep, and then boom, Draco Malfoy. Um, how? Oh is yeah, it- that's crazy. Among the. That's why I think there's something fucking fishy going on with Malfoy. Is it a coincidence? I don't know. Well, it's like. I don't so know. was it just students? I guess it's just students coming in from the passage, but him just shouting, "Enemies of the air, beware! You'll be next, mudbloods!" Is like, sorry, was no teacher like, who the fuck just said that? Yeah. Who just said the worst word in all of Hogwarts? Or, or like the world. That the every other person in this hall wasn't like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why would you say that? I'm telling you, bad news bears, bad news bears. Ah. Uh, Next chapter, I mean, the writing on the wall. Yeah, 
So this is where Filch comes up. By the way, I just want everyone to see that no one will get this reference because they shouldn't because it's not a real reference. But this drawing of Filch looks just like a man who used to be the IT guy at a nonprofit I worked at. Uh, I miss you, Paul. Where are you? He um, this teacher, he looks like a science teacher from my high school, and I can't remember like the science teacher's name. A lunatic. He taught it. In, he he taught geology. He was an environmental science teacher. Why can't that I makes sense. That checks out. He just got those fucking cheeks, you know. It's the wispy hair, really, for me. Yeah. So, anyway, Filch, so, Filch comes across you this. Murdered my fucking. You killed that pussy immediately. By the way, that he thinks it's Harry. Mm-hmm. And as much as I want to be like, that's fucking ridiculous. If he thinks Harry saw his book. Now, he's seeing this Chamber of Secrets thing. God knows how long he's worked at Hogwarts, so he knows what the Chamber of Secrets is. Enemies of the air, beware. That You must, as a, what we learn very quickly, that he's a squib, as someone who's, like, not a pure-blood, like, strong wizard, you're like, this is a fucking threat. That's fucking scary. And because he knows that Harry saw that book... Yeah. ...and assumes that Harry knows... Here's what fucked me up. And this is what threw me. Is when Dumbledore comes over and kind of inspects the cat. And is like, yeah, the cat's not dead. And then the reaction of Lockhart being like, huh? Oh, no, because it's... Because uh, Lockhart's... Well, I, what's crazy is Lockhart's going, you know rattling off about what could have killed her and oh if i had just been here oh if i was here seconds ago ah i think i I know what this is and i i know the exact counter curse yeah when he says there was a series of attacks the full story is in my autobiography it's like shut the fuck up he's like uh i was able to thank god just like ah it's so unfortunate that me the greatest person (coughs) who ever lived wasn't here seconds ago (coughs) And then when he goes, Dumbledore goes, she's not dead. Pause one second, buddy. Okay, let me pause it. All right, pardon our brief pause. Yeah, that's what, um, so we were talking about, you know, Dumbledore coming up, looking at the cat and going, she's not dead. And then fucking Lockhart, who's been going on and on about, oh, if I'd just been here, is like, exactly, petrified. When, when Dumbledore says she's petrified, he's like, I thought so. But... Oh, so maybe he was acting that way because he was wrong and not because there's part of me that's like, was like, I'm like, oh, was he the person who made the curse? So he was trying to like throw people off their tracks? Yeah. Oh, I took it as a, uh oh, I'm going to be found out as being a fucking idiot about my job. Yeah. But maybe, but it's, it's also just like, I mean, I guess, you know. There are more chapters to come, but does Dumbledore not go, wait, how does this fucking By the way, teacher not know that it's petrified? Why is Filch even there if he's a squib? Because he's from a family of wizards. So they're like, well. Then you don't get to come. Okay, find me a wizard who's going to be a janitor. Sure. <laughs> but also, shouldn't it be easy? That's what I don't get is like, you, like... If he was a wizard, wouldn't it be super easy to clean up mud? But it's like, well, 
great point because I remember. Like, can wizards just, like, is that the one crux of the magic world is that it's like, we can do anything except for clean things up for some yeah. reason. There's no we spells We do that. everything better than muggles, but the only thing we do the exact same as muggles is uh, good old deep elbow cleaning. grease. Yeah. There's no magic for elbow grease. Get in here. Polish this metal. But I guess it is also like if he grew up in a fully magic family, he's been in the magic world. What's he going to just go be isolated from the entire world he knows to get a regular job? I just wish he'd stop being such a bitch. I mean, I get it. It's got to be hard to, like, stay in a stage of acceptance when you're surrounded by wizards. And, by the way. And um, scrubbing shit with your hands. We don't have the same pages, but this was really a disturbing uh, choice of words on JK's part. When she when it's, and what on earth's a squib, said Harry. To his surprise, Ron stifled a snigger. It's a, it's a British word. It's a very normal word. Nobody else is thinking whatever you're thinking. She could have picked a different word. Do the British say snickers? Snicker? I don't know. A chuckle? A laugh? Maybe it's a certain kind of laugh. Maybe she didn't think twice about it, Nicole. Yeah, because she's racist. Or maybe you're racist for noticing it. She's a faddist. She's a racist. A faddist? Uh Uh-oh. She's a faddist. She calls everybody fat. Well, I mean, people, there are people who are fat. She doesn't say they don't deserve love. Okay. Hang on. Hold on. Andy's here, and I got to pause it now because my dog. All right, we're back. We keep pausing because dogs are insane. Listen, guys, we have lives, all right? It's, it's not just podcasting. It's, we don't have podcast studios. I mean, we will one day. Yes. But for now. And eventually we'll be in the same location, so we don't have to do, like, a weird pause on Zoom. We can just pause the recording. Yeah. But, yeah. So, all right. Ron laughs at, or he stifles his laugh. I love how Snape was like, I thought Snape was going to have a good guy moment for a second. I hate that I keep having moments with Snape where I'm like, he's going to turn a corner. He's going to be a good guy. Ah, uh, you have too much faith. Um, and then I love how um, uh, Argus... Um, also, every time I say... Professor Sprout is like, ah, oh, with some, some mandrakes. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, wait. Professor Sprout? Professor Sprout has the mandrakes. Wait, what are you talking about? I think I jumped it. I think I fell. The part where Snape is like, um, excuse me, I am the potion master? Oh, yeah, because he's, oh, because fucking what's his butt tries to, I'll make it. Oh, because Lockhart tries to be like, I can make the potions. And Snape's like, "Mm, okay, fall back, motherfucker. Um, I love that that's some, like, catty wizard shit right there. Yeah, and it's just, like, also that... It's nice to know that even people who are capable of magic can be deeply insecure. I mean, it's just, like, you could be a wizard and still be like, I don't know, does anyone like I'm not enough! I know, God, what hell, like, they're... Can you ever achieve, like, self-actualization? You can, you can literally change the world around you, and you're still insecure. 
Yeah. It's just fucking crazy. It's proof that you're never going to be happy and we're all going to die alone. Drink up. Yay. Um, so Snape tries to get them in trouble. They're innocent until proven guilty. Love That's that. That's when we get the word squib. Well, not the word, but... Um, okay, wait. So when... when what is the thing where... They have class next. Was that what happens next? Um, oh, I don't... Professor Bins. Oh, they have the history of magic. Class. Oh, the history of magic class. Okay, so... Yeah. Hermione's not been herself. She's like fucking never around or like nose deep in a book, which is oh, yeah. kind Hermione's of Hermione's like trying to crack the case. Ginny, Ginny Weasley, they mentioned that she was really disturbed by the cat. Oh, there's something up with the brother. Percy? Uh, yeah, perfect Percy. There's something, something's amiss. Are you just getting that? I feel like they've been hinting at that the whole book. Wasn't he weird but over the I summer? Really, but now I really feel it. I really feel it. Like, I feel like Percy might go over to the dark side. There's got to be one bad apple in that bunch. There's too many in that bunch. For there not to be a bad one. I'm trying Somebody to think. Somebody has to have resentment. You know, some apples fall all the way off the fucking tree and roll away, and some of them stay on the vine and rot. We've said it before, and we're saying it now again, and I think Percy's going to be the shitty kid. I think Percy's going to be the shitty kid. What did he do in this that led you to think that? Where is... There was... I'm trying to think. When Percy was being hella judgy of Ron. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of being a dick about, like, what yeah, we've been doing there. Yeah, just being a dick. And then, I don't know, it just... It popped into my head, and I was like, ah, put a pin in it. That's one of your new theories. Why oh, because they go to the... Why, wait, why did they go to the girls' bathroom again? I forgot. Because they were like, where did the water come from? Oh, yeah, there was, like, water on the floor. And they're like, oh, it's that mopey-ass bitch in the bathroom. And then Myrtle. they go in there. Um, and then that whole scene, I'm like, what the hell is this about? Yeah. I mean, talk about egomaniac. Myrtle thinks everything's about her. I mean, my God, she's, like, so depressed. And also just, like, I wanted to kill myself, but I was already dead. And <laughs> it's like, that sucks. To, I mean, being a ghost, truly haunting. And I don't mean to make puns, but it's like... A good pun? If I fucking kill myself and then moments later pop up as a ghost, I'm going to be so fucking... So pissed. So pissed. You just sit there and, like, watch your dead body and you're like, yeah. oh. It's like when people go, why, why do ghosts just do stupid shit, like, turn on lights and knock shit over? Yeah, no, I would be yes. knocking everything over. They're in a bad fucking mood. Yeah, it's like, has anybody even bothered to ask Peeves about, you know, his pent-up anger of his whole situation? Yeah. So they, you know, Professor so Bins calling talks it, the legend. Percy's, Percy's the bad apple in the bunch, calling it. They get caught at the, uh, at the bathroom by Percy. I mean, I'm wondering what Percy is thinking here. Like, is he thinking his brother is a pervert? <laughs> or, I don't know what, I don't know. You know what I'm thinking? Or does he think they did it? Here we go. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Percy's a bad guy. Somehow. Some way. Mm. And he's trying to take down Harry Potter. And doesn't want his brother to get caught in the crossfire. Ooh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Basically, this whole podcast is just going to turn into me having different theories about who done it. And me going, hmm, hmm, 
Interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. We'll see. Um, by the way, this cracked me up when they're in the class and they're talking about the, the, the they finally convinced the teacher to tell them to talk. Um, the history of the Chamber of Secrets. The what? Oh, no, I was, the, yeah, no, I was like, to talk about the history. The, the yeah, to talk about the history of the Chamber of Secrets, and they finally convince him to. And he's like, he's like, uh, the four schoolhouses are named after these great wizards and witches. Godric Gryffindor, Helga Hufflepuff, Rowena Ravenclaw, Salazar Slytherin. If we ever get another animal in this house, we're naming it Rowena. Rowena? I like that. I would name my daughter turtles? Rowena. Can we get two turtles and name one Ro and the other one Ina? How about Ro and Weena? <laughs> and it's a boy and he has a Weena. <laughs> Rowena, I like it. I mean, Helga, wolf, strong German wizard. Strong. She was the Nazi of the group. Uh, <laughs> Salazar. That's a sound. Sounds like a chef. I mean, Salazar. Yeah, it sounds like a greased back, like, like his hair's greased back type of used car salesman to me. And then Godric. I don't know. Oh Godric yeah, sounds like he reads poems. Yeah, Godric sounds, or like a fucking really preppy has a sweater over his. Yeah. Shirt he type. Wears, he wears he wears salmon as a color. Yeah. Oh, like salmon shorts. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out where the water's coming from, and they're like, okay. Uh, that seemed to kind of be almost a dead end, right? Yeah, that was a dead end. Nothing, nothing resolved with that. Oh, but then, so they're trying to figure out, like, oh, obviously, they, they determined that, obviously, the heir of Slytherin, if, the, if what Ben said is true, the heir of Slytherin had to have opened this Chamber of Secrets, which means he's now there at the school, and so they're thinking maybe it's Malfoy. It's going to be Harry. You think it's going to be Harry? Mm-hmm. Whoa. I think Harry's the heir of the Slytherin. Think so? Oh, because they, they do talk about how he doesn't mention it. The sorting, he doesn't mention the shit about the sorting hat. The sorting hat being like, you know, Bob thing in me, right? You'd be pretty good at Slytherin. It's all here. I feel like. You really fit in with Slytherin for some reason. So Harry's thinking that. Yep. But then also they're like, maybe it's Malfoy, which, you know, the fact that he, what's interesting to me is Malfoy saw that and knew what it meant. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just a thing they openly talk about in his family. Yeah. I mean, there's no way knowing like that he's a generational piece of shit. Yeah. That the father didn't tell him all of the piece of shit secrets. Oh, that makes sense. It's just like being a Republican for generations, like a yeah. wealthy Republican, where it's like, yeah, you just know all the Not fucking- Not just Republican, but like a Texas Republican. Yeah, like a- Like, like an oil barrel tycoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there's and blood think- on your hands and everybody in your family's hands. Well, and it's like, and then you think- if. If you were the heir of Slytherin and you saw that happen, you wouldn't want to blow your cover by yelling, no. you'll be next. But also, he's not that smart. I also think Malfoy is in some way, like, jealous that 
maybe he knows that Harry is or suspects that Harry's the heir and he's like. Or maybe he just knows the story and he's so freaked out and so scared of, who, of the idea of Voldemort and who the heir might be that he's like, better just yell so whoever it is thinks I'm on their side and doesn't kill me. Like, I'm telling you, I think he's on, I think he's in cahoots with Voldemort. I think his dad's in cahoots with Voldemort. I mean, it, it would make sense. They, it's, he's obviously up to some fucking dark shit being in Nocturne Alley. Um, so we close the chapter. Wait, really quick. They have another encounter, fatal attraction encounter with Ron. Ron's wait. like, Harry, Harry, a boy in my class Colin. is saying, Colin, what did I say? Ron. Sorry, Colin. Fucking Names are not my thing. Um, Colin well, is like, Harry, I, Harry, a boy in my class said you're a... I'm telling you. Well, and he had that weird... The Hufflepuff kid, Justin Finch Fletchley. Saying you're... Yeah. And that, yeah, because once it came up, he started thinking about the hat, and then he was thinking about how everyone's looking at him weird, how that Hufflepuff kid, like, walked away from him, and... Yeah. People here will believe anything. Yeah, but it's also like, as obsessed as Colin Creevy is with Harry, but also it seems like just like enthralled with wizarding culture. Don't you think he would be a little standoffish? Or maybe he's like so in this sort of, he does kind of have this like photog journalist almost type thing. Yeah. And did you see the movie? Um, um, the, Probably not. The TV series on Netflix where she kills herself. No, 13 Reasons Why. 13 Reasons Why. The, the photog boy ends up being part of the reason she killed herself. Well, I mean, I understand that in any circumstance, that if people are taking your picture mm-hmm. and posting it or showing it to people, you'd be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, so... We sort of wrap on them thinking it's, you know, the three of them going, I bet it's Malfoy. Yeah. Which is interesting that no one's like, I mean, I guess the thought would be, oh, if it's, it wouldn't be a teacher because they would have done it already, like Snape. Uh Uh-huh. But also, what's interesting to me is that they go like, oh, maybe it's Malfoy. And it's like, okay, then why didn't he open it last year? Yeah. Oh, but if and then if it was Harry, I don't know. It's weird. Chamber of Secrets would have opened last year. I mean, it's like, but maybe it has to actually be opened. Like, do they have to physically do something? You know what I mean? Open it. Yeah, I don't know. And so maybe whoever it is was there. I gotta be honest. You are really good at pretending like you have no idea what's happening. Thanks. I'd like to say it's my acting, but it's mostly that I forget things. Um, I mean, you, it's because I'm such a great actress. You can't get anybody's name right. Yeah, so it's like, maybe... Now I'm picturing, like, someone could know they're the heir of Slytherin, but come in and be like, well, I don't know if fucking... You know, like, not being able so, to find okay. it. If, if it's something that just, once the heir of Slytherin is in the house, the chamber opens, if that's the case, it's somebody in the first year. Yeah, maybe, or somebody new. Colin. Yeah, maybe... Colin. I mean, Lockhart. Lockhart. Colin or Lockhart, if that's the case. If it has to be someone new, Colin or Lockhart. Now. But if it's a thing where it has to actually just be opened, and maybe they had to find it or do something. Yeah. 
So right now, end of chapter. So we'll wrap up the chapter by saying that uh, Hermione has this idea to try polyjuice potion, potion for them to disguise themselves as other Slytherins because their thought is, oh, if Malfoy is the heir, he's probably Malfoy bragging about his it. mouth off for sure. Which, yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. I would think that too. So who knows if they're going to try that or whatever what? fucking happened with the cloak of invisibility? Yeah, that's a good fucking question. That it's like, why aren't we just going? But you'd have to like loiter. You'd have to find a Slytherin while you're invisible, or loiter by the Slytherin entry. Oh, yeah, you have. You can't go through walls. You have to. Uh, you, you're still a physical. You're being. still a physical thing. And they may not know where the Slytherin entry is, because why would they? You know, if they've never gone there, they've had no reason to. Then they're um, going to need a password to get into the Slytherin den. Yeah, they're going to have to go in with someone who knows it. Um, but I'm just interested to see what will become of this, this scheme idea that Hermione has come up with at this point. This isn't going to go well. I'm calling it now. Yeah, the polyjuice potion idea. Ron's gonna fuck it up somehow. His fucking wand's gonna shoot its dick off. He's gonna re-ejaculate with his wand, and it's just gonna be bad. Yeah, that's true. He's got a fucking broken wand. Who are you thinking? Top three, if you had to put money on it right now. Who is the heir of Slytherin or, and or opened the Chamber of Secrets? Lockhart. Lockhart? You just think hands down is Lockhart? There, I feel like Lucius, Lucius Malfoy? Yeah. I feel like Lucius Malfoy was kind of introduced in a way. He was, he was mentioned too many times in this book. Number one, he had a scene. Number two... He, his name was mentioned later on, like, oh, when Hagrid was like, oh, it's a good thing that spell didn't work because if you would have fucked with, you know, Lucius Malfoy's kid, he would have been up in this place being like, you know. Yeah, that's true. They're really like trying to make a point about you knowing he. Yeah, knowing what a dick swinger he is. So, I don't know. And it's, it's interesting that last year the for, before Malfoy's first year when he was trying on his clothes he wasn't there with his dad and then oddly enough Lucius Malfoy's there for the second year when they're in the bookstore when Lockhart is there and all the families are there yeah that's true is that I'm it's like, like why were you there at the same time Lockhart was there so I'm thinking maybe those coercion two or something there. interesting that is really interesting. Only time will tell. By the way, we have one more episode of, um, not one more episode of this, but I'll be doing the regular readings for the next three episodes for Patreon listeners. But after, after our next episode, we have chapters coming up where we're going to do live readings like we did on the last book. Chapter 13. You'll be able to listen to me butcher fucking names. 13, 15, 17 and 18 because we are using the Real Weird Weird Sisters podcast list of the top chapters. Mm-hmm. But somebody in who is one of our patrons in my other they're also my Patreon on Ignorance is Blessed and I was doing a hangout there and they 
pointed out a chapter that they, they would really love to see read live. So we've added a fourth chapter. Perfect. Um, because they, they are interested to see your reaction to it. So 13, 15, 17, and 18's readings. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, I am recording readings of every chapter, um, which was really exciting. It's still really exciting. It was more exciting before the Wizarding World account started having actual Harry Potter actors do it. But listen, you want to hear Jessica Michelle read it. I do all the voices. It's Just fun. Do. She's a fun gal. But we read the last chapter of the first book live, and we're going to do that again with four, four chapters coming up. But yeah, so I guess we'll see what's going to happen with this polyjuice potion. What the fuck is the deal with Colin Creevy, who's Lucius Malfoy? Will Lockhart's hair fly off and we find out he's bald like David Spade and Tommy Boy? Who knows, you know? Um, closing right, thoughts? No? Closing right. thoughts? No, I want to keep reading. All right, time to go read. We love you. And uh, tune in, uh, join our Patreon if you want to be part of High Tea tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific time. With Alan Starzynski. He's so great. All right, bye.